Riverside. Hello, and welcome into the Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made us sad. Um, I think a healthy welcome back is in order for Wes. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and, of, and of course, we've got our other co-host, uh, Chelsea. And we are about to hit the sports, the, sp- the sports equinox, huh? We're about to have, uh, maybe not with baseball, but... We're about to have so many sports going on all at once. Um, yeah, Wes, you cannot trash. <laughs> you cannot trash the Astros. Chelsea did a, a good job of that already last week. Um, I know you want to because you equally hate the Astros. <laughs> um, but yes, we've got we've got World Cup. We've got Thanksgiving football. We've got regular football. We've got basketball going on, which is coming up. Rivalry weeks coming up, um, which Oregon needs some help from UCLA in rivalry week. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's getting weird in college football. I mean, I think more and more people are calling for that twelve team playoff. I think a lot of people are excited and figuring out where their feelings lie, which we're going to talk about later on the World Cup. Um, NFL is crazy. I don't know if I'm right or wrong about the Eagles when I'm like I don't trust this team. Right, Bills, who I trusted the most, or <laughs> but but, but let's... I I agree. It's just fucking confusing. I'm confused. I don't know what to do. Josh yeah. Allen leads the NFL in interceptions, which is weird to me. Um, I think also red zone interception. Uh, but let's let's start in our usual place before we get so far off topic and out into the universes of uh, bad, good, sad. Uh, who cares? And let's just go right into what made us sad. So, Chelsea, why don't you start for us? Well, obviously, as we know, one of the major headlines this week was that there were um, multiple um, multiple murders on college campuses this week. And so it's a very, very tough week. Um, and as I've said before on this show, the University of Virginia holds a very special place in my heart. I have been been there. Um, I had friends who attended there, and I absolutely fell in love with that campus, with its students, with its tradition and history, being the school of like Thomas Jefferson. Um, and so when I woke up the other day to the news that three football uh, three football players had been shot, as well as two other students in the theater program um, after uh, returning from a field trip, and it, that it was done by a former player. It was very, very shocking. Um, unfortunately, as you know, as we have discussed, like shootings on school campuses are unfortunately not something that we are surprised by anymore. It's just so sad that we've kind of come to this and it's really, really Heartbreaking. There's just there's no answer. There's no thoughts and prayers that are stopping this from happening. No matter how much you know our elected representatives want us to believe that they are helping, um, and I am just terrified. But I'm especially brokenhearted by the fact that it was another player. It was someone who they had considered a friend and a brother on the team, and something happened. We don't know what it was. I don't want to know any more than what is already out there, basically. But 
just a very sad day for Charlottesville and the UVA community. And I don't, I don't know what the rest of their season is going to look like and how they really recover as a team from that. And that's. Yeah. They already canceled their, their last home game, which is yeah. unfortunate. And then they have a game against Virginia tech. So we'll see. No. Yeah. You're right. Wes. They, they did already cancel those football games and that, that was the right move. I mean, Definitely. you yeah, you cannot play that that senior sal- salutation right during a tragedy like this, and now you feel bad for everyone. Uh, well, you already did. Let me correct my verbiage. You already did feel bad for everyone, but there you see the spider web that can occur from an event like this, where um, it was premeditated. I mean, just coming from somebody that played the sport, it sounds like this was a walk on athlete for Virginia. And I don't know, I'm making assumptions, but I know in situations like this where animosity builds up to this extent, there's probably some bullying or hazing that went on. And um, yeah. there it, was it mention should... of a possible hazing incident. Yeah. And there shouldn't be, uh, this should not be a reaction. And also someone shouldn't be pushed to this being a, a feeling of a last resort or an only resort, if that's what it was. But taking a life is never okay. And this is, this is absolutely wrong. And where I said it's, it's spider webs out is now these people that have worked their whole life. And I'm not saying like all of them are good. I don't know the whole situation. None of, not all the details have come out yet, but they've worked their whole life. And some of them, most of them won't make it to the NFL. So their final goodbye and their thank you to their parents and their thank you to Virginia is that last home game where every senior gets to walk out with their mother yeah. or their father or their parents and say goodbye to the university. And it's usually very, very emotional for these people because they know this is it. This is the end. And, yeah. and now, not only do you feel bad for the victims and their families, and I'm not making light of that at all. I don't want to be taken out of context. But I also feel for that spiderweb effect that we're going to get, which is now it causes a lot more emotions because a lot of different things now are stopped due to this. Uh, and it's not just the loss of life. It's the loss of uh, the final chapter in someone's entire life experience which was football exactly and i mean oregon has definitely experienced that this season with the the loss of spencer webb but that was an accident that was as horrible and as awful as it was it was not a former teammate taking the lives of the other players on the field this is something else that is so much there's just so much grief that these players are going to have to process and i don't know if if they ever will. And it's, it's truly terrible, but I. Now, yeah, it's, it's absolutely impossible to transition. Yeah. Uh, but we wanted to pay respect to all of that, uh, that had happened. And we wanted to pay respect to the families. And we wanted to also acknowledge like the, the victims are not going to be the only victims in this case, their families are going to be victims in mourning their, their children. And perhaps, I don't know what all their situations is, but extended family, uh, the team, the university mm-hmm. will be impacted as a whole as you look at what happened to Virginia Tech uh, after the shooting on Virginia Tech. And it just, it just seems like Virginia cannot get past these things. And like Chelsea uh, stated earlier, we're, we need to find a way. Like, I think that we sure. uh, put put some things in place where there'd be less hazing uh, and less uh, bullying at universities or in environments like this. And I think maybe this was like, we, we first saw this happening, right? It was, it was, it was in a, conclu- a conclusion, pardon me, that we saw could happen, uh, which shouldn't have been, but it was. 
and and now here we are and we can hope to grow but uh we won't get too far into voting but texas and florida said there is no growth from shootings we will continue to vote the way we vote because we are ignorant um now aside from ignorant states Wes, what the hell is going on with the pack um so what made you sad like cannibalism <laughs> uh but yeah oregon obviously losing on a on a lighter note oregon losing to washington made me sad um, and the worst part is I wasn't even able to watch the game because I was in I was in Europe and so I was like it was two a.m. my time and I didn't even know how to get womp, it. Womp. Uh, <laughs> I, so I didn't watch the game. So like I I just like kind of caught briefly some highlights and like what went on in the last like several minutes where we lost the game. But like it just kind of seemed like a regression, um, kind of like a couple mistakes on Dan Lanning's part, and then. Obviously, we had some injuries. You know, Bo Nix got injured, which sucks. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back for the Utah game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, losing sucks, but losing to uh, your hated rival, um, your number <laughs> one rival. No offense, Beavers, but, like, sorry, you're just not our biggest rival. <laughs> but, yeah, like, always losing to UW always sucks, especially when they have a brand-new coach. And they've – They've showed oh. some big weaknesses at points this season, so. I was that your alumni? Oh, like, oh, yeah, what, what school <laughs> did you graduate from again? <laughs> you you did graduate from University of Washington with not just a bachelor's, but a master's yeah. degree as well, correct? <laughs> yeah, I used, them. I used them for education. And to, and to be a booster for Oregon? engineering program you know i would have went to oregon but as it stands it was either i wanted to be in the northwest so it was either a go to oregon state b go to washington state or c go to university of washington i'm not going to cowtown Oregon state i'm not going to freaking spokompton washington state basically seattle seattle's a nice city so i'm gonna go to university of washington because a it's a better school and b it's a better city I don't care about their football program. Fuck that. So it hurt, is what you're saying, to watch lose to Washington. Yeah. And then you glanced about your degrees and said, thank you, Yuda. Hey, you know, I, I didn't pay for it, okay? I had the VA pay for my undergrad, and I had Boeing pay for my master's. So, you know, I didn't give them a cent. And you, you already stated, you hang up to, Ch- to Chelsea and I about the Alumni Association's calling you. You already said, hey, I know you're like 19, trying to make a quick buck, but stop calling me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is clear that you did not give your heart to Washington, that it's still cool. I did not. I did not. <laughs> I, I, do, I do like that Chelsea did give you the want-want when you tried to make everybody feel bad for you for being in Germany. Uh <laughs> Oh, no, I didn't get to watch the Ducks while I was on a two-week gallivant trip through Europe. Oh, I was so tough. (laughs) I didn't get to watch any football. Yeah? None? You didn't watch any football, huh? Not on TV. Not on TV. (laughs) All right, so... Before we'll we dig cover, deeper on that later. Yeah, before we cover that, um, that untilled soil, um, we'll talk about what made me sad really quick. Uh, I, I don't have quite a tangent that our Husky has about Oregon losing to the Huskies, but 
I, <laughs> but I do want to monetize say, this. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> they can't see that on Spotify. No, they can. They have you. You okay? Now the truth comes out. Our co-host has not watched us or listened to us on Spotify because if you hit play on Spotify, our videos come up in the little left corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, you help my ratings somehow. Help our ratings somehow. Whether it be you're listening to it or do a reel of you in Germany saying support the sad fan. Anything, bro. Anything. Do a reel of you at the stadium being like, hey, this is not the sad fan. Uh, anyway, he wasn't at the stadium. I don't know if he was at the stadium or not. We're going to get to that later. But, um, Yes, don't worry, Wes. We will start cutting up clips here soon. So we will have you go viral uh, for your university and your support for them, starting with the tip of your middle finger. Um, <laughs> you can what, sit on it. <laughs> sit and spin. Um, so, and that was this finger, audience. That was this finger. Um, now, <laughs> uh, what made me sad, we're not going to have an undefeated team. Uh, we had to watch the 72 Dolphins pop champagne and smoke cigars again because uh, still no one has been able to go through an NFL season undefeated. Uh, it led it's to me. It's been 50 quite, years. It's been 50 years. Dang. Um, and there have been some great teams in that span, some great for teams. Sure. Um, I'm so happy that the Giants ruined it for Tom Shady and the Patriots. Um, though I'll, I'll never get over how happy that Super Bowl made me. Um, right. literally there's like my marriage and then that, the giants beating them in that Super Bowl Cause the Raiders have given me nothing to cheer for. Um, <laughs> now, uh, that may be sad. And then, uh, the Packers, I, you know, here's the deal. I'm not a Packers fan and Aaron Rodgers has become pretentious and an immunizer, immunizer. how do you say it? Immunized, immunized, immunized. I don't know. Whatever. I'm going down immunized. that route. Immunized, is that what he said he called it? He was immunized. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, he, he is a douchebag now, and I, I hate it because literally for, gosh, a majority of my adult life, he's been my favorite NFL quarterback. You know, like I've, I've been like, this guy is amazing. He makes all the throws. If they just put a team around him, he'd be Tom Brady. Tom Brady has said as much. If he was on the Patriots, the Patriots might have won all the Super Bowls they were in. Um, but, you know, it looks like it's the end of an era because – what happened last week when the Packers won and the Pack was back was, yes, Aaron Rodgers did throw three touchdowns, but they dominated the running game. It was all running game, running game, running game, running game. And then this week they try to go back to Aaron Rodgers, which you know it's because he's uh, complaining about not getting to throw the ball enough or not getting enough of the accolades. And look what happens. They get blown out by Tennessee. So I, I guess that is what makes me sad is that the Aaron Rodgers era appears to be over. The uh, NFL has no undefeated teams. I'm very confused about where the NFL is because I can't decide whether or not the Bills are good anymore. Like, I thought they were my favorite team to win the Super Bowl, but I, I just don't know. Do I have to go back to the division rival Chiefs? I don't know what's happening. But maybe our uh, football insider that gets sent to all the games uh, can give us a little insight. So, so you were sent to a game this week on your backpacking trip through Europe. What game was that? Uh, I went to the Seahawks-Buccaneers game. Um, so I decided earlier this year, once it got announced, I was like, screw it. I'm going to go to Germany. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the game, and it was awesome. Um, the Germans are apparently huge NFL fans, which I didn't really know going in. But, like, 75% of the stadium was German fans. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because a lot of them didn't speak English. And I would think that it was because, like, there was a Seahawks guy that was, like, decked out in a suit. Something that you would see, like, when you go to the game mm-hmm. here on Sunday. And I was like, oh, he's from Seattle. I'll go talk to him. And, like, I start trying to talk to him, and he speaks, like, not a lick of English. I'm like, man, these people <laughs> are crazy. Like, but he understood the Seahawks. <laughs> well, I was going to say, how good was your high school German, man? Like, wasn't that enough to I, carry? So I could, I could read stuff. I was able to read enough to, like, kind of understand what something was saying. But spoken language, I had no freaking clue, aside from, like, please and thank you, hello, how are you, doing good, how's the weather, what time it is. That's about all I know. The stadium <laughs> was freaking amazing, and the yeah. German fans are so, so awesome. And I got to witness some of the some of the rowdy soccer hooligans. I was mm-hmm. at a beer hall, and it was um, – this was, like, the day after the football game. And so it was. There was a matchup between Munich's uh, second team, which is in the third league, um, and mm-hmm. some other team from like North Germany, like Essen, some small town. And this Essen team had like taken over the beer hall. And it, I mean, this is the equivalent of like double A baseball, basically. And these people yeah. are just like chanting, like going back and forth, like so loud in this beer hall. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, you guys are getting, like, this pumped over, like, basically a double-A team that has, like, no hope of, like, getting promoted, like, to the Bundesliga. I was like, jeez. Dude, wait till you come out to Peterborough. Go ahead, Chelsea. Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, brother, you need to watch Welcome to Wrexham because it is the perfect yeah. intro for yes. Americans to what soccer is like everywhere else in the world. <laughs> I'm a Rex because of that show. I follow them yeah. on Twitter. I, I, want, I, 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 I look at their stats at ESPN. I look to see if they're going to move up or down. Because, Wes, they're, yeah. not in, they're not in the champ, the championship in uh, England. They're not Champions in League, League One. Yeah. They're not in League Two. Well, Champions League is different. Champions League is the oh, – right, all right. the league. Sorry. Um, but they're not – no, you're good. You're good. You, I, I, make, I do that all the time because the names are so yeah. close. <laughs> Uh, they're not in League One. They're not in League Two. They're in the very final layer of like the professional soccer realm, which is the National League One, and that's where Wrexham is. And they still go like Chelsea said, absolutely nuts. And once you watch it, we can all talk about it on this show, which is yeah. The so, is. so in Germany, they have the Bundesliga, and then they have the second league and the third league, and then below that is like regional leagues, which is like all amateur. So yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. the team was at the very bottom too, and I was like, you guys are crazy. And then. Yeah. So yeah. I I kind of became a fan of FC Bayern while I was there just because, like, I went into some of the stores and stuff like that, and their, their arena's awesome, their fans are awesome. But then I discovered they've literally won 10 Bundesliga championships straight, and I'm like, am I becoming a fan of, like, the evil empire for the German soccer yeah. league? <laughs> I was about to make a comment. I was so close, and I'm glad you said it because I was going to be like, Huh, you found yourself being a fan of the best team in Germany and probably the best team in whole history. And then I Google it, I was like, wow, they're literally the evil empire. They're yeah. like Alabama plus New England Patriots like combined into one. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, we'll see next year because they just lost what is widely considered like uh, the current or, or 
current second or third best goal scorer in all of soccer in Robin Lewandowski. So, yeah, I was like, it's a hell of a team to choose. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that stadium is so cool because all the panels, they light up individually. So at one point they did, like, half of the arena, the exterior was, like, a German flag. The other half was, like, red, white, and blue stripes for America. And then the other time it was, like, blue-green for Seahawks and, like, red and black for Buccaneers. And the inside of the stadium, like, lights up on the roofs. And during the end of the game, um, Country Roads came on. Everyone was singing. Um, yeah. And Sweet that was came on. Everyone was singing. It was such a cool <laughs> atmosphere. And I loved every second of it. And it was... The, the Country Roads videos went viral. Like, yeah. They were everywhere yeah. in the U.S. Like, nobody could believe what was going on. And there was actually um, the booth, the guy, the guys, uh, I guess the post game show, they stayed there for like the rest of the day games. So you could see, even though it was nighttime in Germany, you could see the afternoon games. They were still like coming in. There were still tens of thousands of German people just sitting there, like still taking selfies, still just hanging out after the game for no reason. (laughs) <laughs> I stuck around in the stadium for probably like 20 minutes after the game ended, and then I went into um, like the little place where we had where we had food and drinks um, inside the stadium, and I just like got absolutely hammered there. But it was it was like such a cool atmosphere, and like these fans, like they they knew what they were like, they knew everything, and it's crazy because. They had three million ticket requests when they announced the game. Yeah, yes. and outside of the stadium, they had they had like a prop up NFL shop. The line was like two hours long, like, and they sold out of everything within like thirty minutes. Like, they completely underestimated the the enthusiasm and the lineup to get into the stadium. People were lining up at the like at the gates, like two hours before ticket opened. So like five hours before the game started. And so it was, it was a mess of like (laughs) probably like 50,000 people by the time the gates opened. And they were, they were only letting people in, like they were doing like, they were patting people down. And so it was taking forever. And like, people were just getting like, basically like smushed. It was like being up front at a concert. It was freaking crazy. But when they finally get it and, um, yeah, like the atmosphere was just amazing. The stadium was awesome. Um, yeah, it was, and like being there at the end when everyone was singing along, it was just like it was just a chilling experience. Did it was you so cry? cool. I cried. It's not too lost, but like I think yeah. I think the Seahawks still won by getting to be there for history. And Exposure. I yeah, I hope they do, like, two or three games a year in Germany after this, and they should expand to, like, France, Spain. I think Spain's um, on the list for next year. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, um, let's see, what's Italy? I think they should do Italy. All the all the big. Because there's a lot of stadiums that can handle NFL capacity. And there's some yeah. really cool stadiums. Yeah, I want to ask you a question, Wes. Uh, there yeah. was an image that uh, if we were more popular, which we're working on, and if we could just get West to market the show, we might get there. Uh, but there was an image that I think would have gone viral, and it's you and a leader hosen. So where did you find the leader hosen? So the, 
So, yeah. they, they had a smaller prop-up NFL shop yeah. like during the during the few days leading up to it that wasn't at the stadium. It was kind of like in the central square in downtown. Uh-huh. Um, and they had giant helmets like for all 32 teams set up so like you could go inside the helmet, like take a selfie or whatever, like take pictures. Um, and so at the little NFL shop, they had Buccaneers leader hosen and Seahawks leader hosen, and I was like. I'm getting me the Seahawks leader husband. <laughs> <laughs> weekend. That is so. amazing. Yeah, it was it was great. Amazing. Have you seen the picture yet, Chelsea? I have. I have. Yes. I got He's very proud. multiple so later hosen <laughs> pictures and uh I actually, because he's wearing them over a pair of jeans, I actually missed it the first time I looked at it. But then I was looking at it again, and I, was like, I zoomed in, and I was like, what am I looking at? Yeah. I'll grab so right he, did like a, he did, like, a photo dump of, like, 20 photos on me. So I was yeah. kind of, like, you know, slipping by. And then I, like, swipe back, and I was like, no, no. Where'd you find later? I was it. <laughs> So, so Wes, what, what was the environment prior to the game? Because you were there a couple days early, right? Like two days before the game? It was crazy. So, um, like, I was there. There was just, like, Seahawks fans everywhere. I was like, oh, there's a Seahawks fan. There's a Seahawks fan. And we probably outnumbered them, um, like, before the game. I felt like five to one. Um, yeah. Because I For think. Tampa? Yeah. Uh, but at the game, it was more 50-50. And one thing I noticed is probably, like, the third most common, like, shirt or jersey or hat I saw there was Patriots. And I realized it's because the German fans freaking love Tom Brady. So every yeah. every Buccaneers jersey I saw was number Brady. 12, Tom Brady. And that's, like, the only reason why there were, like, so many Buccaneers fans there. Because the number of Seahawks fans that traveled to the game, like, way outnumbered the number of Buccaneers fans that traveled. But... Like, Seahawks are probably, like, the biggest – are probably, like, one of the biggest teams in terms of, like, the following in Germany. But Tom Brady is by far the most popular, like, NFL player. player. Like, how many uh, How many different jerseys did you see when you were out oh, there? Jerseys for every team. Like, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Just, like, see, like, with the Mahomes jersey, a Rodgers jersey. Just, like, all the big players, like, for any team – like I would just see him walking around. Yeah, and it's like you know who's who watches NFL there, and even well, like I went on the tour, and this old lady, she was like, she was like, I don't know the rules. She's like, but I'm still gonna watch the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, I had this similar experience my first year here. I didn't get to go to any games. Uh, we tried to get tickets; they just sell out so quickly here. Um, but. Uh, I had a similar experience as U.S. My first time getting on an airplane for the, uh, what was it, Vikings-Giants were the first two teams to play here. Was that the first game? I think so, um, yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. So, no, Giants played the Packers. So it was Vikings-somebody else, though. Vikings-Falcons, Vikings-someone uh, was the very first game. But when I uh, got on, when I got to the airport, I just saw jerseys of every NFL team, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And this is in the Netherlands, right? So lots of Germans, yeah. lots of Dutch, like all at this airport, and they're just wearing so. And I'm like, "Goodness gracious!" And of course, they see eventually my U.S. passport, and like a, a, a group of Germans came over and started talking to me about football. And one guy kept saying, "We love football because football is family." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, man. And he's like, you guys just all love each other and you all go for the sport. And I'm like, man, you got to – we're actually a lot more like you guys in your European football in the States. Yeah. <laughs> they love it and they come in every jersey. Like Wes said, like they don't show up like we do in just the jerseys of the teams that are playing. Whatever football merchandise they have, whatever NFL merchandise they have, in my they're experience, wearing. Wes. Yeah, they're, they're wearing. wearing. That's what they're yeah. wearing. I saw some guy wearing like a Seahawks jersey and a Buccaneers beanie. I was like, whatever, bro. I can understand it from multiple perspectives, though. Like, first, like if you're just like a German who has no idea what football is, but you're just excited. Like, there's attention, kind of like you know when the Olympics come into town. You're just like, ah. I mean, I've never experienced (laughs) that, but you know, like there is like a certain fever pitch in the air, and everyone's kind of going a little bit insane. So they buy all of the team's merchandise because they think that's, you know, they're like, oh, I just, this is so great. And then also if you're in Germany and let's say you're an expat or like, you know, just for some reason, when you, maybe when you came to the States, you enjoyed the games and then maybe yeah. you're back in Germany, maybe you did pick up, you know, like a Chargers jersey while you were, you know, hanging out in LA one year and now you're back in Germany and <laughs> there's an NFL game in your town it's not your team, but they still going to go football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I've literally decided, like, when I do go to a game, I'm breaking out the Raiders gear. Like, that's it. I'm putting on the Raiders jersey. Yeah, because everyone else does, right? I'm just going to fit in perfectly. I'm going to put on my yeah. Raiders jersey, put on my Raiders hat, and I'm going to go to the game uh, next year when they're out here. And, yeah, it's, it's just wild. Like, you know, so you guys don't know this, but I know this. In UK, they actually have an American football league. And it's run just like the European Premier League, where they have different levels. And the teams, like, there's a top tier, a second. Yeah, it's run just like the Premier League. And, like, the guy, one of the guys that works at our bar asked me to play. He goes, oh, you're American? You're going to start right off. And I was like, bro, I'm getting old. I don't want to hurt every day. Because I was like, my first reaction was, is it, like, is it flag? Because if it's flag, I'll, I'll do some flag. And he's like, no, yeah. bro, full contact, full pass. I was like, no, nah, I'm too old for this. <laughs> like, it's, 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 I'm not going to wake up hurting and in pain every day. Um, but, yeah, they have a full league. College players, like, that kind of just go there. I wouldn't be surprised, like, American college players that end up going there. Well, this dude this dude is uh, says he's a running back for the team in Cambridge, and he's not that big. But I teased him, I was like, I guess you never skip a leg day, huh? And he's like, oh, of course not. And I was like, all right, good for him. Uh, Chelsea, what were you going to say? I apologize. Oh, I was just going to harken back to my days before I was a really a baseball fan. Like, I just showed up at Yankee Stadium in all my Oregon gear. <laughs> and the reason I became a Yankees fan, which my brothers make a stink face over there, is because I went to a game where the Yankees were playing the Red Sox. And the Bo Sox fans were fucking Oh, excuse me. There's my F-bomb of the day. They were <laughs> terrible to poor little college kid me in my Oregon gear for no reason. And so I was out like in the bleachers with the bleacher gotcha. creatures and they were like, hey, get on over here. We got you. Because we had kind of like said to people like, we're still trying to figure out like which of these two teams we're going to support from the West Coast. $50,000 would have been the opposite experience if you went to Fenway. The Yankees fans would have given you crap because they were drunk and they're just. Or the, I, I, did have, I, I will. I will tell the truth. I did have a great experience when I went to Fenway. I did. I, I had a great experience. 
yeah, they were very nice people. I got a seat right behind home plate. Like, but, but no, I get that though. I get, it's a big rivalry. So I'm with Wes. Like it just depends on where you see yourself yeah. ending up and, and how they're going to treat you. And you know what else is a big rivalry? England versus the United States. And we get them in a week on Thanksgiving. And yeah, I'm so I'm so excited. I am. Can be just like all the whitest white people, dude? It's <laughs> Sorry, the, like, it, it, there, well, it's Wales, it is the U.S., it is England, and Iran. <laughs> <laughs> and Iran, yes. Uh, um, so, but. well, I I think the Iran. So it was the group of death up until you know, and uh, hearts out to everybody that's struggling with the water damage that's going on in Iran right now. I have known many Iranian people in my yeah. life. Their food, their culture is beautiful. It is warm. It is Their open. food is really good. It's funny that you said that first. <laughs> oh, because I love, love the food. Love yeah. it so much. But, um, but their team, yeah. a lot of people don't understand. The Iranian team is, is a really mm -hmm. good football team. They're a really good football team. Yeah, and, and people don't know about it because it's a Middle East team. You know, and uh, it was the group of death up until this. But I think there's a lot up in the air with what could happen uh, with the Iranian team and what they just went through as far as that natural disaster is concerned. But, yeah, we're, we're in the group of death. Um, I know that Wes and I and another friend of ours are planning on in four years. We're going to a World Cup game. Like, we've already decided. Like, we, we're going. Yeah, it's in the United States. in New York. I'll yeah. host you guys in New York for the games. Come on. We'll out. go to New York and then we'll fly cross country to LA or we'll go to LA first LA. and then fly cross country to, to New York, like whichever. But I'm going. I think. Are they playing in Seattle? I think Seattle's getting a game. I didn't think so. No, it's Vancouver. It's Vancouver that's getting a game. Because um, it I think that Seattle's getting a, a game. An event? Well, people are really mad because they didn't put a game in Allegiant Stadium, which Allegiant Stadium is natural grass, and it's a brand-new yeah. state-of-the-art stadium, and Las Vegas obviously has the capacity to house tons of tourists. So yeah. a lot of people are like, hey, this was a miss by the U.S. by not putting a game in Las Vegas, um, showing off but like a brand-new. it is the New American. It is the North yeah. American Cup. So we've yeah. got to give games to Mexico, to Canada. We're all in this together. We're splitting it all up. It's going to be great. Yeah, we had to combine all of our money to compete with Qatar. But uh, <laughs> speaking of that, <laughs> now I, I know Wes hasn't watched uh, the documentary because he's been uh, traveling and backpacking all over the world, avoiding hostile. But uh, I will say that I did watch the same documentary as Chelsea did, and it just reminded me of all the corruption that led to this World Cup. And I don't want to talk about it without bringing that up to the point where we had Chuck Blazer having an apartment on the Upper East Side with his cat. Thank you, John Oliver. Credit to John Oliver's team for that story. It was and, just his cat, correct? It, was, yeah. it wasn't like he shared an apartment with his cat. No, 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 no. It was for his cat. He was, uh, and the reports from John Oliver was like he was rarely seen in the apartment. So all that was there was a cat. And so John Oliver, of course, makes the correlation. So he had an apartment for his cat on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Um, so I, I don't want to talk about the World Cup without noticing, like, hey, like, uh, what I got from it, and I'll go to you in a second, Chelsea, is uh, Trinidad and Tobago players were robbed by the CONCACAF uh, Football Federation leader. They were cut uh, by them and told that they could not be on the team next year. This was their first ever World Cup qualifying team. So essentially, I wrote, they cut off their nose despite their face just so they could keep all Absolutely. the money. And these, and these players wanted to go get uh, what they were owed. 
And then um, there was a report written before the Qatari World Cup that was saying, hey, we shouldn't do the World Cup here. It's too small. They don't have facilities. And we're not going to be able to play games because of June, July, and May. It's too hot. It doesn't make any sense to play here. Now, they looked past that and they said, well, we'll play it in the winter. We don't care, right? But what we didn't take into consideration or what they didn't take into consideration or it appears they didn't take into consideration was you're still going to have slave labor going on during those months building these stadiums. So they didn't take into account the actual working conditions. Right. And like I've said previously, this this was still unknown at the time. And it just... They just didn't, they just refused to to look into it. And it was clear that there were indeed the packet, the envelopes of cash that were yeah. slid across the table <laughs> in many different Looking for them in their hotel rooms. <laughs> exactly. And this, uh, the thing that made me the most sad about watching FIFA uncover this documentary is that, you know, I have done a lot of, um, a lot of corruption training. I've worked in investment banks and, you know, this is one of the things that we actually have to be very, very careful about. Anyone who's connected to like a political individual has to be like put into a separate class and treated a little bit differently in terms of how we handle communications with them for these explicit reasons. Because when you look at just corruption in general, it starts at the top and it rots all the way down. There is no way to to describe to adequately describe how you can change these these organizations without just clearing everyone who had anything to do with it out because over time once someone above you starts acting in a way and starts taking the cash and starts acting in a way that is irresponsible it becomes normalized throughout the organization down to the very smallest levels where to the point where you have people in Trinidad and Tobago um can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Jack, the commissioner of CONCACAF. Yes, exactly. And, you know, his good little pal there, Chuck Blazer, you know, just taking hundreds of thousands of dollars at a time. Millions. And stuff, well, <laughs> initially, but yes. So the way that you clear this out is by weeding everybody out. And it the discussion that happened in this documentary made it very clear that they had tried to on the whole appear as if they were actually going through the process that they had engaged you know world leading experts in this field of clearing out corruption and how to hold an organization fully accountable for what they've done but it was clear that, that was just a complete farce yeah. none of these people actually really left they were suspended or they like you know, just quietly resign, but there were still plenty of those left behind. And as we get closer and closer to this World Cup, it is clear that the U.S. World Cup, you know, out, coming like, coming on the heels of this one, but it starts with Russia. It's then it moves on to Qatar, and it, it there was a clear trajectory of getting way more off the deep end. And so I think that the U.S. or the North American World Cup was really a way to kind of ameliorate the public image from these these views that they had been so corrupt and now things are changing. Things are going to get better. Cynical viewpoint. That for a second. Cynical viewpoint. Just money, 
money from three different countries. Mexico, United States, and Canada. That's my cynical viewpoint based on watching this. I was like, uh, is like, you know what? They saw a way, hey, why put it in one when we can put it in three and all three of them actually have a decent amount of money outside of Mexico, right? Like, so, exactly. so yeah. what? So that's how I viewed it. Sorry, Wes. Uh, go ahead, really quick for you, Wes, because we're running short on time and I want to get to our predictions for the World Cup some fun. So go, go ahead, Wes. Um, but yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, it's not surprising that FIFA was still doing everything behind the behind the scenes. I mean, and I would guarantee that they still, they still are, are today, absolutely right yeah, now. Still are. Yeah. Today, 100%. tomorrow, next week, next month. Yeah, I mean, did, did North America get it just by like being like all nice and shiny? And oh yeah, we have the best. <laughs> It was a PR move. Yeah, right? lots of people are calling it a makeup call. Like, a, like when your team gets a bad penalty, and they're like, "Makeup call. Yeah. Let's give it to someone. <laughs> like, let's give it to who we should have given it to." <laughs> Don't disagree. So, uh, yeah, but but uh, really quick, Wes, when you watch the documentary, you will see like the money that they were keeping to was for the development of soccer in their nation. That's what that money was supposed to be for, was for the development of, like, yeah, they were supposed to pay for the youth and put schools in place and academies in place so that kids had a place to go to school and learn about soccer and football and their regions, and they were supposed to build a headquarters for FIFA Different. in every country. And yeah, they just pocketed yeah. all the money. <laughs> yeah, it became as, like, as overt as saying, I am going to give you $100,000 in hundreds here you go in this paper envelope with no markings, no receipt, nothing. Yeah. And it is for the development of your, of your country's organization. Yeah. Right. Please get a bridge to sell you. So right. ending on a, and ending on a happy note, uh, I will start with my predictions to filibuster enough to give Wes enough time to bring up the table because contrary to popular belief, he does not have these tables memorized. Uh, he's, he's very good at memorizing things. Uh, but he's been on a long trip. Look at how disheveled he looks. That's a lot of beers in the face. A lot of beers in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like 15 pounds while I was there. <laughs> so uh, it's a lot of schnitzel. Did you have schnitzel? Did you have schnitzel? Bro, how good is schnitzel? It blew my mind my first time having schnitzel. It was like delicious macaroni and cheese. You didn't like it? Oh, you mean you mean sp or spatula or whatever? I thought you were oh. yeah. Pork schnitzel. I was like, that was fine. It was like pork parmesan, but whatever. My, my, my bad. I meant, I meant spetzel. Similar names. No, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Spetzel no, really knocked my socks juice. off. Yeah, it knocked yeah. my socks off. I was like, holy shit, this is delicious. Um, but, okay, so for me, uh, sorry, host nation. I've got the Netherlands winning Group A easily. Easily, easily, easily coming out of Group A for the Netherlands. Uh, I'm sorry, United States. My whole heart is with you, but I, I, I think, I, I think that that we have a strong chance to make it to the next round. But I think England is going to be the better team coming out of our group. Yeah, yeah. England's going to win, but I think US is going to be too. Yeah, I've got a lot of chalk here, guys. I'm sorry, Argentina Group C. Uh, you know what? Upset though, upset in Group C, Denmark. Argentina. Denmark. Denmark. Uh, part of me, no, part of me, Den Denmark in Group D, 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 D. D. Upset over France. I got Denmark coming out over France okay. in Group D. And I got that on the back of the emotion from the Euro Cup and what happened to Christian Eriksen on the field, that horrifying incident where his heart stopped yeah. on the field. I, he's playing yeah. out of his mind. France has got a lot of controversy going on. Mbappe doesn't want to play in France anymore. They mm. won the last World Cup in, uh, you know, 
Germany or pardon me, uh, Russia. So Germany's on my brain because of less. So I've got Denmark with the upset there. Uh, Belgium coming out, uh, Group F. I've got Brazil, again, lots of chalk, Group G. I've got Uruguay over Portugal in Group H. Uruguay, the second easiest group in my mind is Group H. What did you have for Group E? So my Group E pick was uh, Spain. Did I I cruise right over it? Yeah, Yeah, you cruised right over it. My bad, my bad. Spain, Spain. Germany winning Group E, and I got them winning the whole thing. Germany winning the whole, wow, a bit of homerism for your adopted home country. <laughs> that you win for all of four days. Yes. <laughs> so Germany winning the whole thing for Wes. In my mind, I think uh, Belgium finally pulls it off. I think Belgium, at the very end of their golden generation, Belgium, I've got Belgium winning the World Cup this year. Uh, I mean, really? I could be a hero or a goat. And not the good kind of goat there, but I, I think this is the very end, the tail end of their golden generation, and I think they finally pull it out. I can't bring myself to care. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I am going to watch a little bit of the games. I I really will. Um, yeah. But it does, this makes me miss New York because New York is such an international city. Every country had its own bar. Sometimes it was a restaurant, especially if it was like a Middle Eastern country. But, like, where everybody who was actually from there would go. And they would publish themselves on, like, Reddit and, like, you know, just different NYC forums. Yeah. You could just show up and just be, like, adopted by these people who wanted to give you their food, their culture. They would just laugh at you in another language. It was awesome. And for a day, you would be Brazilian or you would be German. Or I think I went to... One of the African countries in the um, it was during the 2018 World Cup. It was so much fun, and I just I just missed that. It was such like yeah. a unique thing Experience. to do, and uh, just meet people from all around the world. And for you know an afternoon, just sit there and chug beers with them and just scream like you know cheer on their country because you know the U.S. was out. So it was like okay, <laughs> next country who are we gonna be today? Well. <laughs> I love that, how you just adopted a nation everywhere you want, went. It is morning here. It is morning here, so I can't go off and chug beers. Um, both of you look like you're ready to go. It's, what, almost midnight or past midnight for Chelsea. Wes. It's almost 9 uh, a.m., yep. <laughs> it's, it's, you're, you're towards the end of your time of being away from work. And uh, for us, it is the end of the time for the show. So, as always... Thank you for being a part of the show. You could reach us at the Sad Fan Podcast Network, the Sad Fan All One Word on YouTube. You could tweet at us at the Sad Fan Pod. Uh, or if me, Twitter Sad even lasts that long, if Twitter's alive still <laughs> at the Sad Fan Cast, uh, and you could reach us on Instagram at the Sad Fan uh, at the Sad Fan Twelve on Instagram. So please reach out. Uh, let us know how you feel. Let us know if you enjoyed the show, and uh, let's go USA. Bucks. <laughs>